Amy, are you recording from the other side of your desk today? It's amaze balls, and yes, and I don't love it, but I'm loving it. But up, 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 up. Oh fuck! I'm loving it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. totally stealing yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Manhunt. When did you know you had a problem? And magic numbers. All this and more on today's brilliant observations. Do 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 do. Because my shoulders look good, my head looks good, I got beautiful, it's nice window lights streaming in, and then I'm not wearing a bra, and so my <laughs> giant boobicles just go and go, and they just shoot out like the opposite sides of an isosceles triangle, just out from the center of my body. Look it. And they look ridiculous. You, you can laugh because it's ridiculous. They look like, they look like those Kmart... Um, schoolyard bouncy balls that they would put in a cage in the middle and you would like fish one out and play with it. I look like I've got two of those taped to the center of my body. Like it is the strange, it's just the way the angle is. I know my boobs is big, but the angle is particularly bad because it cuts it off at its widest peak. I was just thinking about how pretty it looked. Good morning, listeners, <laughs> friends, and family. <laughs> just take just take a picture because it's just ridiculous. Um, I'm not taking a picture. You're me. That's how I look. Told you. And you know those those schoolyard bouncy balls that you could smell yes. just by looking at them. Yeah. That I think was the best party favor I ever gave out for one of my kids birthday parties oh wow okay I don't know I don't know if I agree I guess so I guess so they were no the balls in the house big 22 yeah. inch like kickballs like those big balls oh, not the rubber ones the rubber ones that are textured oh and, the rubber ones is good and I would write yeah. I wrote on the um on the balls in a silver sharpie I wrote like Ethan's party and I wrote the kids names on them so they knew which ball was theirs in the school it was so much fun that's actually something I really took pride in doing when the that's kids a good were one. little no that's a good one now that you say it that's super good because then I can also see like and take your favor out of my fucking house and go out in the backyard and kick each other until you did yes that was the lovely. party we had. We had a little sports party, as you would say. Mm -hmm. Sports party. We played kickball. Yes, kickball. I love that. It was, it was fantastic. Did you ever do that when you threw parties for your kids? Wait, you don't do birthdays. Did you throw other than family dinner parties? Did you throw parties for your three sons? My three sons. Starring. Forgive no, me. I, I had. Um, no, mm -mm. we do family birthday celebration that's it but we do have event gatherings all the fucking time all year long we do a big new year's eve party and all their friends come we are the halloween house which i hate halloween but everyone comes here to get dressed and then come here afterward to you know sift through the spoils and do the giant candy swap and all that stuff and the parents are having a party here while that's going on and at any time of year any reason at all we're having a giant party there's always the whatever event you're participating in pictures league, team, will be sport, at your house club guild it's where you know yeah formal semi-formal party formal bullshit packing event i mean for fuck's sake there was a time when the oldest one was very involved in making the world a better place and we would frequently have these driveway parties where they would come over here for 
whatever bullshit nonprofit they had dreamed up that week. Like it didn't exist. They would come up with some cause and then they would all gather on the driveway and make shit and then go carry that to the four lucky recipients and then get bored with it. And then all the crap is still at my house. The neighbor kid was similarly um, fixated and also quite bright, like crazy bright. So he and my son would regularly get up to trouble like, let's see what happens if we duct tape a folding chair to the flatbed of my pickup truck and drive it through the neighborhood and try to do moving archery like we're on horseback. What? Yeah. So they were always doing this crazy. So you would come home and find them like, woo, drive through the neighborhood, shoot arrows at shit. Or they had made, they had some kind of electrical, what's it called? Um, what's the thing where you, you melt stuff together? They Solder. would do that. They would do that Soldering, a lot and yeah. light shit on fire. He ordered the world's largest um, magna, magnifying glass. It was a, basically like a double hung window size in a frame piece of treated uh, plexiglass, I guess. And it was grooved and grooved and grooved and grooved in such a way because they because you could turn it into a laser just from the sun. So they oh, were outside. my God. Caught the lawn on fire. Yeah. I mean, so I don't birthday parties. Yeah. Fuck you. I got enough going on. You're not getting a party out of me. Are you kidding? I'm glad the cops are not here today. That's it. I can't believe I thought of all the children <laughs> in our massive friend group. I was worried about the ones who take whatever they can to build a flamethrower. Yeah. But yeah. you've got a kid on the back of a pickup shooting arrows at things no they tried to make a flamethrower i think that was going around um or did somebody else who i can guess try to make one well that was like the internet thing for a while was it there was some there was some guy who was making a plasma laser in his garage and you could do it with like household materials so they tried to do that and i mean they just they're always okay kids yeah it's ridiculous i mean it's crazy we have two friends their sons whose ages are the same we were at a party and I see a flash behind me and I think my hair is quite flammable. What what is happening? <laughs> and they made a flamethrower and they are both successful humans to this day who are figuring out their lives. And one of them is doing it using those skills he used to make see, the flamethrower. So see if you can just he'll make a great man if you can just get him there. What's the answer? That's Embrace what, what the crackhead in your child and who knows what will know. happen. I don't know. Or just, you know. Have them be crackheads in the street, maybe, not in the yard. Don't burn the... Yeah, there's a lot of burnt carpet in my house. We actually yeah. have that from when my husband tried to barbecue with those chips, remember? <laughs> I have to replace some rugs. Hey, yeah. in our area, yes, we are still uh, cautiously... Um, I'm not going to say optimistic. We are still very cautious. We are locking our doors. We are going out and lock, checking the backseat of your car before you get back in it. We still have a an escaped murderer from the local prison in our the town right next to ours. Not enjoyable. I find this so fucking hilarious. It's not funny. It's super scary and gross. I find it fucking hilarious. Yeah. That just last week you mentioned this, and it was just sort of a note in passing that I even came upon it because they said a city name that I recognized, and I was like, oh, okay. And since then, it was a. It's all over the place. Everyone talking about it and nationally because there's so much to talk about. So he escaped from prison. It's my favorite part. My favorite anecdote of the escape, escaped, escaped 
of the escaped prisoner story yeah. is the fact that they say several sentences in order. We know how he escaped, number one, because number two, another inmate escaped that same way before. Con- Convocante. Convocante. So if you know, no, no, they said they put barbed wire where he had escaped before and right. now. This because ninja. this has happened in exactly the same way before, we know how it happened this time. So I guess next time we'll get a better videotape of the person escaping. Right. I mean, I feel like there's a step missed that you're trying to. Okay. So I love all that. I love all that. He's going to all the favorite regular places that we go to. He's at Longwood Gardens, just enjoying, you know, everything fantastic. My favorite, second favorite part of this whole thing yeah. is that my husband, when he became wise to the man right. roving around, the murderous man roving around, he says, did you hear about the... And I said, yeah, I actually heard about it. We podcasted about it last week, so I guess you don't listen to the fucking show. Right. And he says, yeah, of course, everybody knows this. Did you think to call your sister... <laughs> Oh, my God. She's right there. Who lives right? within the blast radius and has a massive, you know, Longwood Gardens. Gee, that's kind of associated with the property that she lives on. Correct. Because she's she rents a home in a historic estate that is owned by the fucking DuPonts. So it's like, yeah. And all the acreage and all the rest. of It's like, oh, no, he is kind of right there. And no, I didn't think about calling her at all. I was just too hung up on the fact that his name sounds funny. And also they let him get escaped from the same path as last time. Next, they're going to put a little door with no lock on it and leave that for people. So I still have yet to call her. Even after days. he made that joke, I haven't called her. He's been nice. out 12 days. It's and a lot of days. You know how, with more so men in sports, but everybody thinks they could coach better, play better than whomever is on the news or on the field or on the court. Everybody says, yet when you... When you watch TV, even when you're watching sport, you say, look left or pass this way. Like you are coaching from the sidelines. You have the broader view. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a new phenomenon for me. This is a new one for me where people are saying you should do this to catch him to law enforcement. You should do that to catch him as if. They've had a lifetime career of... Only murders in the building. That's exactly what's happening in Pennsylvania oh, no. right now. Oh, no. They're all doing it. and every, Why aren't you using infrared? You'd be able to see where his body is. Dear friend, it's 100 degrees outside. His 98.6 would be the dip in that. There is no differentiation in temperature in those woods. And we've seen him, American Ninja Warrior, his way out of prison. So how is he... Right. Basically learning- climb. If you don't know, he actually did a backward wall crawl. So he put his feet against one wall, leaned forward, push up style, put his hands on the opposite wall and then went like a spider up into an alcove and then out through some sort of, you know, paneling, ducting. Who knows what? I don't know. Past the new barbed wire that they put in from the 99 escape. How weak is that, though? How weak is that? Not the barbed wire is weak. Barbed wire, you're doing a great job. I'm saying it's ridiculous that your thought when somebody escapes is to, let's put some, let me put some tape on that lock. How about maybe you guard the door? Like I I put my thumb in the dam. It should hold it just fine for right now. (sighs) So he's been gone. That what we're objecting to here in Pennsylvania is how you're hearing it is not in a timeline. Oh. So you're hearing he has a car. No, he had a car three days ago. You are just reporting it now. The way things are coming out and everybody thinks they could do it better. We got 
mounted police in there. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and we're sitting on the couch yelling, get what? dogs. Dogs will find him. There's a scent. We're all doing it. And we don't know any better. And the police are not really inspiring confidence. But we're just keeping our doors locked and checking the back seats of our cars if we have to leave. I'm joking about it because it doesn't affect me. And so I see only the humor. And I vividly remember, I think I may have even podcasted about this prior. If you're an OG listener, you may remember in the way back machine. Oh, geez. When my eldest son was still being carried in a hand carrier, right? Whatever those things are. The bucket. Yeah. Car carrier that clipped into the car back in those hundred year old days. There was a sniper around in America. And a, a multi-state sniper on the loose. He was in Maryland. He was in Virginia. He was traveling. And all that was spotted was a white van. Do you remember this? I do. This went on, this went on for like months. And then they finally come to realize it was all a ruse and he wasn't actually around. And it was some whole thing. But while it was happening, because it was so random and mobile, and because there were so many white vans in so many areas, I was terrified every morning that I had to carry my baby the... I don't know, 26 steps from my parked car into the thing. I would I would actually quick step it. I would almost run carrying him because I was so convinced that if I didn't do that, You're next. that would be the day that some errant asshole would come. Because he was also, he had like shot kids. It was like some ridiculous thing. That also had happened. So anyway, but isn't it funny how that was equal, I was no less protected or unsafe in that environment than you are now. But because I had written the story in my head that it was possible and that there were just enough facts to keep me, like, he's in the environment, right? This can happen. There are murderers among us everywhere. Every all day. The time. Every all day. All escape convicts are shopping next to you and say, oh, yes, here's the celery in the produce department. Did you want this one? Like, they're right next to you all Holding the, time. the door for you as you Holding walk in or out of the restaurants or stealing, supermarket. Stealing tomatoes from your garden. I don't know why I'm all about produce today. I'm just trying to say they're here. They're among us. And at the same time, when you write the story that it's going to happen to me or it's possible, it's plausible, then all of a sudden, it's hard to get it out. I, so I feel for you. If you were at all feeling uneasy going in and out of the supermarket or locking the house at night or hearing a strange sound, I lived that way for a couple of months. That's there used crazy. to be, well, there used to be the thing where you can, and maybe this still happens, you can track major life events timeline events in the global world the global world not the not the local world in the world you can track major noteworthy events to the age and grade of your child because it's when it happens you remember oh it's like that's when and I remember where I was standing do you know this kind of a thing and I remember when I was doing whatever for the child yeah, and he was in this moments league where, this where were you when this happened but it's always it always has to do with the kids like I don't track it in the life of my dog I actually learned yesterday I don't know how old my dog is I don't I hate that I don't, question I don't physically do you know how well I don't know and I I got the dog from birth so I mean I should know you should it's not know like I have I to read out of a yeah right. right 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 no I have no idea so I guess timelines in me is kind of funny anyway all this to say, I'm glad that you're not dead from Thanks. the murderous, incarcerated for life. Whoopsie! And by uh, the way, Gina, you good? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> you good? Yeah, man. Check them gates. Girl, lives, you good? She lives at a museum, literally. She's in an outbuilding of a museum that's gated and, and got staffed 24 hours a day. But you know what? He got in the fucking Longwood. And Longwood, so Longwood was pretty gated, Longwood too, has so. gates. Yeah. yeah. They got a lot of fucking trees. All right. I don't know. It is unnerving to feel safe and then not feel safe all of a right. sudden. But yes. I do have three dogs that bark like fucking crazy. And when I let three of them out last night and two of them came back inside, I thought, oh, no. Oh, no. But I didn't hear. Maybe they crazy. caught him. Maybe they caught him and took a bite of his leg. But we had off some of that green hoodie zip up that he's wearing now. Clean shaven. We had a mutual friends. friend. Yes, he changed his appearance. This guy. We had a mutual friend who was here visiting a hospice family member. And she said, if I'm That's pulling out of tapper. town and I see him, <laughs> I'm hitting him with my car. And then I said to the actual son of the dying human, hey, um, your dad's got an opportunity right now to take one for the team. What? It's very rare that you know you're going to die, right? You put your affairs what in order. What is happening you know on the show on. right now? My friend's father is actually I'm aware. Dying. I, I'm aware. Let's keep saying it. It's just, it's, okay, I'm, I'm with you. I'm hanging on. I'm hanging on. I'm with you. Go. <laughs> so I said, here's an opportunity for him to take one for the team and, and do a grand gesture. I'm not going to be more specific than that. You know what I'm saying. And uh, he's not going to do it. He's everything's fine. If this is a record for the police, nobody encouraged any bad doing. The grand gesture. I'm, I'm so lost. Does he go out into the middle of a field, grab a hold of this escaped convict and blow them both, blow themselves both up? Maybe. Is I it, don't know. Or that any, how it works or anyone else in your head. That you can think of that is a terrible person who does terrible things and is unkind. And then they could take one for the team in that front, too. I got just you. an idea. It's just an idea. It's not a good one. I, there's no plan. And if this is ever used in court, you better get my permission. You know what? I've, I love how our society has evolved because time was when it was hospice talk time. We would crochet, maybe bake some muffins. Right. And instead now it's um it's. Arm him yeah. and aim him. <laughs> it's a it's a quite detailed action plan. Right. For, no. For, no. Whoever's listening that might think there is an action plan. There yeah. is no action plan. It's no, no, just no, 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 no. It's just an out. It's just a guideline. It's just a guideline. Oh, great. It's not a plan. You know, what do they call it? A manifesto? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Is that what they call it? A manifesto? Wow. No, yes. it is not. This was. It's not, it's not my manifesto. Nor mine. But it's, it's a manifesto, so to say. Yeah, yes, so there yes, is a manhunt yes. going on here, and everybody is back seat driving or Monday morning quarterbacking or right. trying to tell everybody how they could do it better and differently and could have caught him before today, day 12. So enjoy that. Magic numbers, Ames? It's magic numbers. That's three. So I love... Being reminded by the time of day to do something specific. So whenever it hits a one one one, or even even any one one, uh, pick an hour of the day three one one five one one four one one whatever eleven one. eleven yeah eleven eleven. And I stop for a moment and I think a thought of gratitude. I just I see that as a reminder that every time it hits eleven. My parents, every time it would hit that number, they would stop and say a prayer and they would say thank you to God and all the rest of this stuff. And I have sort of softened that a little bit. And it, it, so every, now I've gotten myself systematized that whenever I see it, 
I am so flooded with happiness. Wow. Just at, just at seeing it, right? I don't have to do anything. I see it and I actually laugh out loud when I see the number because I have conditioned myself that simply becoming aware of that specific number is a gift and a reminder to be happy, to be thankful, to be joyous, and all of that getting rolled into one, I've, I've Pavloved myself so that when I see it, the result happens without me even thinking to be grateful. And then, of course, when I'm giggling and laughing, I'm, rem- I'm so filled with gratitude. I say, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. It's so great, blah, 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 blah. I'm so happy. I'm so blah, 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 blah. And it goes on all throughout the day. And it's now at the point where I'm sure my body clock is well aware of what time it is, even though my conscious brain is not looking for it, that I always see it. I always find it. And I will, when I'm doing something else, I will be reminded to glance down. Like I, I will just look at the clock on the microwave. Something will happen. This is creeping me out so fucking much. I just had a heart attack. I just had a heart attack. I just had a heart attack. I just, just had a heart attack. Dear listener, okay. I am I talking to you attack. about a fucking manhunt going on in my neighborhood, pretty much. Whoa, I just had a heart attack. And I'm looking. Oh my God. I'm looking at Amy, and behind her is a window, and there's oh. a boy, a man, okay, walking in your yard, okay. And when he turned around, I saw he had a backpack on, which made me think younger man. But okay. what the fuck is happening? Okay, so it's the yard friends, and they're doing yard work today. <sighs> I have switched my setup around. One of the things that I was even going to mention to give myself a gold star is that I spent the weekend cleaning my office. My office is spicks back clean. I'm the desk is completely empty, ready to go. I have a two-sided desk, so I switched to the other side so the window is behind me. Changed my perspective. It faces out to a patio we have. And the man was wearing a backpack blower. Oh. And he walked up to blow leaves off the patio. But he did so in such a way where he came up onto the mulch bed from behind one of the other bushes to blow the stuff away from the house into the place where he oh, could okay. rake That's it up. That's why he got so close to the window. So while I was talking, two things happened. Melissa can see over my shoulder. I can't. I'm looking at Melissa while I talk. We have a two-by-two two TV set up so that I'm looking at her and she's looking oh, at me. So but we have video up. monitors where we see each other. So she's looking at me over my shoulder, and I'm yakka, 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 baka, 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 and I see nothing. And I'm looking and I'm looking. What I also have, and I saw your face go blank, oh and that's God. when I knew it was real because I was talking about all this gratitude, and what I see in my laptop now facing a window which has a glare yeah, against it saw i saw an image of a man in ghost form in the top right corner of my laptop display but it was form. it was it was like this moving spirity man and i'm like Ethereal. what the fuck is this now so i'm looking and thinking i kind of feel scared by this and then i saw your face and i was like does she see it too and then i looked up and then i saw a man's face fucking full ass face about a foot away from me through the glass oh, 10 seconds lot. after uh, there is a, a murderous ragey guy in your yeah. neighborhood Oh, my God. All right. Okay. Several things. Oh, my God. Wait. My heart needs to get back to. It really gets your blood pumping through every single cell, friends, because that scared the fuck out of me. Wow. That was terrifying. And I bet careful listeners will actually hear them when he was approaching that we didn't even know because it was just through the window. 
Okay. I'm telling you, if you could have seen it, that's why podcasts are great. Because you could use your brain to visualize. And oh you know what? God. Get creative. Yeah. You don't know what he looked like. Describe it for yourself. That's Perfect. fucking terrifying. Um, wow. So before that, do I also have magic numbers? My birthday is July 18th. So 718. <clears throat> Whenever I see 718, I say, oh, it's my birthday. I love that now. Well, now I remember. I won't. And, but and now, now I love that number. Yeah. But my children will send me a text of a screen grab of their phone when it says 718. and wish see? me a happy birthday. Oh. Or just at 718. Not every day, but like once a month, I'll get a text that says happy birthday at 718 in the morning or in the evening. But I also do that when I'm riding. I deal with numbers like that. Numbers are my way to get through mental challenges, I guess. I'm doing a 30, I'm doing a 20 minute ride. Okay. Well, that's four sets of five. Okay. Five minutes have passed. I have three left to go. I play those games in my head all the time. But what I really appreciate about what you brought here was you brought it with joy because you are yum, yum, joy, joy humans. (laughs) And that is what you want to increase in the world. I want to get through that fucking workout and you want to enjoy it. So 10 seconds at a time. Do you remember from we bought a zoo? Kimmy, Kimmy Schmidt. Did you ever see the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? It was the best. Yeah. When she's doing the crank, she wrote a little song about you can get through anything 10 seconds at a time. (laughs) Okay, I I love that because I heard it first before that first season of Kimmy Schmidt. Unbreakable. They love bitches Um, is you have if you haven't seen it. What is wrong with you? No, go immediately. Run. Hang up. Go now. So we love your numbers, and they also are doing what for you? They help you get through things. Um, but on We Bought a Zoo, that movie. Yes. This father sadly have to, seen. Sadly right? have seen that as well. <laughs> sadly, yeah, not a good movie, but I loved it anyway. Like it's not a good movie, but no. to tell your son, like ten seconds of of brave, is all it takes. So yes, numbers are everywhere in that way. There are people, I did see a Trump rally where somebody said, oh, numbers tell you everything. And these, he said this phrase, we love you. And if you put that together and you add the numbers and it comes up to, I had to swipe really fast because I can't, I'm afraid they're stupid will stick to me and I don't, I don't want any of that. Well, it'll stick to the algorithm is the other thing it'll stick to. So you really got to watch yourself. Yep. But numbers, it's kind of a meditation. I can't really meditate except for that new, I wonder what my mind will think of next. Did you have anything after that, after our last podcast, when we said your mom's a follower and I wonder what thought will come into my head next? <laughs> Did you have anything after that? Recording? No, the Eckhart Tolle thing. No, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I get that one all the time. I, I get that specific TikTok. I wonder what oh. my next thought will be. What and a lot of people saying yeah. it because I do seek out and listen to Abraham Hicks. So she is um, really probably a problematic figure as they all are but she's got some she loves to talk 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 and lots of folks have taken her talk 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 turned it into audio and then just put pretty tiktoks behind it so you get these little snippets of things that she has said motivational inspirational how Muppetational, to so so i so but i think i'm in the same universe and then you get all this magic gong people doing you know taking their stick and running around a bowl, all this fucking shit. Cause my TikTok feed is fucking bananas. So I was talking about the numbers well, because, it helps. yeah, well, and I do love that. And I, I, 
it's hilarious and it just fills me with so much happiness. And I've, I've somehow subconsciously trained myself to seek out these numbers because I'm sure I'm not just coincidentally every time, four and five times a day stopping on the one one, but I happen to. And now I looked up today and it is the 11th. So we will pause for a moment and say it is September 11th. And that's a big day. That's a big day. And we are thinking of you. And that's September 11th. And so I glanced up at the calendar just to see what else was happening this week. And then I also kept looking ahead for some unknown reason. It happened to be at the 11 mark. It was probably 8-11. And I looked down. Oh, no, no. It was 9-11. The hour of 9-11 on 9-11 is when I saw it on my phone. And I thought, wow. So I am going to stop for a moment. And then I looked in the calendar. And I noticed that there are 111 days left in this year. So my question to you is, is that motivating? Or is that a who cares if I'd? Is that irritating? Does it feel pressuring? Does it feel like nothing at all? I'm just curious how that fact sits with you. I am not moved by the 111 <laughs> days left. So the end, so no, so I don't, regardless of it being a, an interesting amount Back, of yeah. days that remain, right. another way to say it is there, we're in the last quarter of the year. October 1, we got one quarter left. If you do, if you think of your year in terms of quarters, uh, you know, fall is here and it's almost winter. If you do, you, do you look at years or time passing or months or days or weeks passing as any kind of motivating force? Or is it really just about time's a construct, fucker? I'm enjoying my pumpkin spice latte. Why don't you fuck off? I want to be choice B. But I don't feel similar to my friend Amy. I don't feel like I'm really living out my third act, my la- my next chapter. So as much as I want it to be past past the weed, or I'm sorry, past the latte, <laughs> whatever it is, um, I I do feel that. And what have you done? And what can you do? And what difference can you make? Right. So yeah. the first one is the negative thinking that my mother has instilled in me beautifully. Um, what have you done? Uh, but after that, I think it's more healing. What can you do? Right. And I am trying to set a goal for myself. You talked previously about Mondays. I'll start on Monday, January 1st. All of these things are a mental thing that you can, a jumping off point, which gives you the most likelihood of being productive and good at or keeping to a schedule of. And I don't know, man, I think that the goal I'm setting for myself, I'm setting for January. Okay. Right now, as we are speaking, my husband is helping, helping, cleaning out the kitchen. Why? Why? What? Stop. Stop. Lost we were. Mind. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. I'm going to stop you there. I am interrupting this content because I find that abusive. What That's we what were I doing said. was we were talking about happy things and being motivated to improve our lives, bringing us closer to shared goals and expectations, actually beginning to live a bigger life, a, a more contributing life, and yes. a life of, of plus meaning, right? Yes. Yeah. What the fuck is he doing in your kitchen and why it, that's like saying my husband has decided to come with me to therapy so that he can fill in the blanks and say extra things that I forgot to tell the therapist that are wrong with me. That's <laughs> well, what he's doing. doing that, but that's yes. what he's doing. That's what he's doing. What? Okay. 
Now that I've gotten that out, I've gotten it out. I've gotten it out. Okay, so I don't disagree let's pretend, with you. Let's pretend for a second. Let's pretend for a second that yes. what he's doing is helpful. We'll just pretend. We'll write a fictionalized story of this event, not based on the fact, and we'll say maybe he said, you know what, wife? I've been racking my brain for the past two months thinking of ways that I can support you and be more helpful. And what do you think the best use of my support and help would be? And you then looked at him and said, would you please... Select these two cabinets in the kitchen and clean them out for and with me under my tutelage. Whole Is that kitchen. how this went down? No, whole kitchen. He said. He just came in there, dick out, started jizzing on everything. It's yep. pretty much what I'm hearing. I said, I don't want you to do that because you're going to go into places where I've stashed things and you're going to find things and you don't find value in the things what that the I have fuck stashed. What is wrong with his life that this is how he wants to spend his free fucking time? He had eight minutes free and I think he hit the end of a below deck season. Go plan decided. a vacation for us, right? Oh. What are you doing? What are you doing? His Go remulch to, the front bed. Do his, a man thing. Wait, here's how he here's how he asked. Oh my God, he could totally weed today and he's choosing not to. Here's this how he phrased problem. it. Is this here's the phrase. Is this an unforgivable activity? <sighs> he wants to know how long and, and bad the punishment's going to be. I, do you know what? I, I feel like I even said, in the are even you, in the question, you have part of the answer. I said, Are you fucking it? And he said, no. I'm like, well, then it's not unforgivable, but well, I don't coming? want this. Who's coming to your house? Why is he in the kitchen? Everybody. Who's, com- who's coming? His oh, family. people are coming? His family's oh. coming for um, all right, the new year. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So you have people not coming why he's to the doing house. It, though. But that's the reason is. I would allow it because I don't want to feel that pressure and get mad at him for his family. Uh, the only reason I could allow it and eventually get over it, it's not unforgivable, remember? Didn't fuck I- it. I, I, you know what though? Oh wow! I wondered what you were saying by that. Like I thought you meant fuck it, like fuck it up. No, no. you meant inserted. Yes. Yeah. There's you got a no insertion policy. Got yeah. That. Okay. I feel like that was in writing for all of us when we started. Well, so I'm for I'm on me, board with that. On a ketubah written in Hebrew, and he might not know that. Sure. So I, I had to highlight the section that said, "No glory holes, no fucking up." Like there's a there's a thing. oh. There's oh, a, yeah. Very specific. I'll tell you okay. what it is in Hebrew in our next episode. <laughs> nice. Just for the kids. Okay. So here's, here's what we know about Dr. Brilliant and the kitchen. Last time he set it on fire. <laughs> that so is true. I feel like, flames. I feel like if you can't learn that when you're in the kitchen, you're not up to good things. If, if actual arson is not enough to teach you. <laughs> What do we got to do, Stuart, to get you out of that room? Don't make me laugh. It's not for you. It's not for you. It's for others. Your gifts are needed elsewhere. Do you remember or did you ever have this experience where when you were in college, if your desk and your room were clean, it was a space you could study. But if it was just a mess, it was just not a comfortable space and you couldn't have a, if you didn't have a clear space, it wasn't a study space. Did you have that feeling? I, I really didn't, and here's why. I only became uh, a questionable hoarder in the past five years. Up until that point, I was so meticulous about cleaning and keeping everything that I would make other people uncomfortable about, oh, you got to get that back, blah, 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 blah. Everything was, you know, I, I couldn't go to bed until the things were all cleaned and cleaned and cleaned. And that was that kind of mania 
had its roots in something that really didn't have to do with keeping things clean. And then when I released it, I released it like the fucking Kraken. Nice. And, I then, like that. and then all of a sudden it became like living in a junkyard. So I'm like trying to find some balance between the two. When I was in college, I, I, I vividly remember getting yourself. into an argument, like a really heated, difficult argument yeah. with my best friend because her boyfriend at the time who has since passed away was touching everything on my desk. We were all in my dorm room and he was like fondling everything is the only way that I can say it to you. Thank you for the eyeballs. Cause when, cause when Stop I say touching he was, my shit, Stop when I my say shit. he was touching things on my desk, it makes me sound like the crazy person. No, fondling I am, did it for me though. I am and I own it, but it was the kind of thing where he was systematically picking up each item, handling it a little bit, turning it around in his hands, putting it down in, in a new place. Yeah. And he did this for about eight minutes. And I said something along the lines of, can you stop touching my stuff? I don't fucking remember what the hell I said. And then it turned into this whole thing. And he was, you know, had a real big reaction. I'm, I don't even remember what the fuck I said. I just remember his reaction. So I was probably, I probably was too big in the reaction at all. But it turned into this whole fucking thing. And I didn't like it. And he was not in college. So he, it turned into this whole thing like, oh, I'm not good enough to touch your stuff. Like, I was like, what? No. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I'm weird and you're annoying. No, I mean, I don't go into literally your bedroom, stick my hands all over your private things. I mean, I guess it's it for me. It had more to do with this little space that we're in. This is all I got. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) this this little, you know, nine by 14 foot stripe is all of half of a room is all that I get. And you're in here like that. Right. Stop licking my shit. No, no, no. So in terms of having someplace clean and then feeling like I can do it, I guess I relate to that so hard because everything was always in a state of readiness. Everything was always clean. I lived with shared spaces. I never had my own space until I was nearly an adult sharing it with a sister, living in house. So, I mean, and the house is, it's a small house. We all grew up in probably different and smaller houses than we're in now because our culture has changed and houses have gotten bigger. So my point to you is, yeah, I pretty much always kept a tidy space. And then it's only recently that I've turned into the slop goblin. Slop goblin. I love that title. Put that on your business card. (laughs) I'm a reformed slop goblin. So there you have it. Well, your your office, which was a serious thing, is now clean, clean, clean. And it's that moving is in that fantastic. direction. It's moving in that direction. And just real quick, it is taking the longest. I have systemically, systematically been cleaning out each room. The exiting of the kids has been spectacular because you throw the shit out. You sell the stuff. Yeah. You throw the shit out. So the office is the hardest because I, they're things that you really do have to keep. So I'm not just cleaning it and throwing things out. I'm actually sorting all the paperwork into the right files and piles and putting them in the file folder and putting this in archive and putting this here and dealing with the photographs that are just in a bucket. Like things that normally would be a weekend project, just that task. I'm doing all of them. Why, you say? I feel so much lighter. Because it's a sanity thing. It's like the numbers. I feel so much lighter. It's uh, It's coming back. I think I didn't do it before and I think let, let things slip so much for a variety of reasons I won't get into. The biggest one, I think, is shoveling during a snowstorm. This room was a dump. This office was a dumping ground for the whole family. The kids were not keeping up with anything. And it's just, if everyone around you is sloppy, you know, I'm either doing all the work or if I do none of the work, I just have to get used to the slop and neither really worked. So now that they're gone, well, now that they're gone, I can do the work and then it stays the way I've made it. So it feels reasonable again. So I guess it really has to do with my kids are gone and I just couldn't be happier. Well, (laughs) only two are gone. 
They're thriving. I guess we're bad for each other because they're doing better than they've ever done before. Both of them. Where my middle can we child dump the kid. My middle child has a streak going. He's been not only on time but present and in attendance for every single class the entire semester, and he has all A's and B's. It's awesome. Uh, who is this kid? How, I don't care. How does Keep he away feel from me. about it? Does, loves it. That's great. Loves it. That's loves everything. it. Yes. He's wow. Living that's the everything. dream. Do you know who's not living the dream right now? No. Danny Masterson. I don't even know who that is. Yes, I do. Who is that? Is that the guy? Danny McBride is who I'm thinking of. Who's nope, Danny close. Masterson? Think smaller um, and more Scientology. <laughs> uh, think that 70s show. Think the ranch. Think oh, the curly-headed pervert. Rapist. Yes, that's who. 30 I years didn't want to slander life. him, but yeah, I guess it's not guilty. slander. I mean, if you've been connected, if you've been convicted, connected. Yep. You've been connected to the rape. <laughs> Um, that's gross that's gross 30 years to life what are your thoughts on that sentence i'm glad someone is receiving it it seems disproportionately high for random offender but an example is being made it appears i i start the i was thinking the exact same thing and i started to hear more information for example scientology was involved in this and potentially uh, they were gifts to him, these women, from Scientology. And yeah, I started to hear some shady things. So allegedly. It was like Nexium. Like yes, that like it was I culty. On HBO. Correct. It was weird and culty. And I, at first I thought, wow, 30 years. I mean, whole, to life, by the way. Oh, that's crazy. That's a sentence. But didn't that- you then, but didn't you then question your own reaction to this crime when I yes. heard that I thought "Ooh, that seems like a lot and then I thought why should it no seem price like a is lot? too high for isn't that yeah. isn't that because and, and then I started trying to put into some kind of type of context how do we as humans deal with this violation of another human and on one level even though it still felt like it was too extreme a response I was kind of thinking maybe somebody values women you know, maybe somebody values the victim in this case, right? Maybe this is a good thing. Why wasn't I just, it me I had that at thought. first, right? Why, why I wasn't did, it? I did have that thought about it. So anyway, so it was it was not as horrific as, I don't even like saying the word. That's how much I, I'm super grossed out by the thought of somebody doing this. As horrific as I'm sure it was, you're telling me it goes three steps further because yeah. they laid on their witchcraft and whatever else the fuck. Because I said to our friend, I said, you know, what, what, uh, does does that seem and then after I said does that seem like it's a really harsh kind of I felt gross saying that because there's no price too high for taking away somebody's autonomy right anyway and as I said it she's like well I think there's more to the story and then in my head I thought there must be more to the story and when other things she started to mention other things I thought okay that's it I don't I don't I will never sleep again if you tell me more of these stories. So please. God. And I just want to say stop. witchcraft is great. I didn't mean to say witchcraft. I was just using it. And I don't want. Witches are fantastic. Scientologists are maybe not. They give witchcraft a bad name. Black magic. Is that what Scientology is? Cult. Cult. What it's do we call a cult. cult? Well, no. Amway. Is Scientology like Amway? Is well, it that Scientology bad? Scientology comes with the weird mystical aspect of it and confess all of your deepest it's darkest psychological it's it's profoundly deep psychological manipulation Abuse. that's all it is right that's all it is yeah that's absolutely all that it is 
But so does it surprise you each time you hear about somebody else that's in this cult? Mm, surprise is a tough word. I can trace the path of how they were indoctrinated. Nine times out of 10, it comes from a trusted authority figure in their life. And you start them young. And it's like, it's like any other belief system. It has enough evidence to support that it's working that it becomes very difficult to refute it. So then you're constantly questioning, but that's true. So instead of looking at it and going, cut off my whole family, but don't your, talk to anyone else. Your Why would I do that? Theory, your numbers and 11th yeah. also has enough basis in bringing joy and feeling joy and coincidental whatevers to have the same basis. Why is well, that only affects you and your joy? Why do people have to join the cults that, I don't know, you said produce enough to give you the dopamine hit? It's, of thinking. The, it's the evidence. You get evidence. And part of the psychological manipulation that goes on it honestly, a lot of this is marketing as well. I mean, a lot of consumer behavior, it's, it's our whole society is based on manipulating ourselves and other people based on what we believe. And the belief is just a thought you keep thinking. So when you start out being told and see evidence that if you attend this course, which has got a, a fee to it, so you've paid to attend it. If you attend this course, you get learning. And when you have that learning, you receive this result. And the result is the part you wanted the part you always wanted in Hollywood. And if you do that two or three times in a row, it gets very muddy in your brain because it's there's a little bit of superstition going on. Like call it whatever you want. But the evidence becomes, I did all these things. You create a causal situation that probably isn't there. If I stop doing these things, bad things will happen. And guess what? Scientology has a system in place that when you do stop doing Scientology, lots of bad things do happen. So it's just reinforcing everything that they've trained you to believe over years and years and decades and decades and families and generational and all the rest of it. Even folks who want to leave Scientology find they are unable to because the system to hold them in place all around them is so tight, they can't break out of it even when their mind has already separated. Like you've got to separate your own mind and then you functionally have to separate your body physically. Talk about, what's her name? Shelly Miscavige. I know a lot about this. I watched the Leah Remini show, okay? That was one of my binge watches. She's very mad. But anyway, should this man be arrested for rape? Yeah, sounds like he did it. You Go have, for it. You have all of that stuff, but drag queen story hour and bingo is the problem in our society. Like, right. I just can't with all of that. I just, you're, it's slowly chipping away at me to the point where 718 on the clock or okay I'll tell you a good one I'll give you a happy one I'll give you a happy one I'll give you a happy one this will this will warm the cockles of your stone cold please warm my cockles so uh I'm taking that drop too by the way please former president former president Donald Trump has been grifting people based on his never surrender mugshot in which he actually, a picture of him surrendering, and he wrote, never surrender. <laughs> While put surrendering, that out, right. Put that out for sale on mugs and this and that and the other and this and this and this. It cracks me up because he does not own the rights to that image, right? So he's actually not even able to use it. He's in copyright violation. Okay. So all of the money that is made from that technically belongs to the Georgia Department of uh, Criminal whatever because it's their photo. Right? Is he funding his own prosecution at this point? I'm just trying to say. So that's that's why it even crossed my radar as being 
hilarious. Yes. Then I heard my other, even funnier favorite part about this. The well-known site for the Legal Defense Fund for Trump, and I don't remember what any of the names are, but they're very, very similar. The one that is getting the most hits and selling the most merch is not owned by Trump or the Trump PAC. (laughs) It is a grifter who is grifting people that go to the wrong Trump website and all the money, it's just a private person <laughs> who bought a similar URL oh and is God. selling merch to these clowns and none of this money is going to Donald Trump or anywhere at all. It's just going into his fucking pocket. So the con man done got con. Oh and I find God, that to that be my favorite so thing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's just, so I love it. So it's URLs gone wild, and it's my absolute favorite. And if I knew it, I would tell you to send you there to buy some of this fraudulent merch just as a joke. But don't buy that merch. I did read that he has no right to that. It's his likeness, but it's not his possession. So Correct. I would love to think, even (laughs) think, that it's going back to... Georgia, where it will be used to prosecute. No, this him. is one of those many crimes, like the one against Senator Lindsey Graham, where it's like, yeah, we know you did it. You are complete in complete violation of the law, but we're just going to let that one go because it's too much of a headache to fight you in court. And we know how you fight. You fight dirty, and I'm not getting knifed over this fucking photo. And I'm not going to waste all this money to recoup the $6 that you hid from stealing this fucking photo. You fight like a bitch. So my favorite thing is that somebody stole from him while he was trying to steal. He picked great. money out of somebody else's pocket, stuck it in his back pocket, and somebody stole that. I love it. I love it. Just hilarious. Because that's the karma that we've <laughs> truly been waiting to come full circle that hasn't. So it's like a taste of karma. And you know what? Karma tastes delicious. <laughs> Were you having a party at the Underground Railroad? Oh, my gosh. I went to my friend's new man's house and it's, it's hard to call him a new man because they are like a permanent thing now. They had worked together for a million and a half years. And then it was one of these things where, so they had been friends, 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 friends. And then one day they look across the table and fireworks. Should we? So fuck? now it's all happening really, really rapidly. End up at his house. He lives in a historic property. I had no idea. It's And it's celebrating its 200th birthday this year. So we were at the house and like talking about the party and planning the party and blah, 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 and what's going to happen. And it's on the national register, right? So that he can't even throw the party himself. He has to have people come and throw it for him because they're so particular about what can and can't happen at this house. Well, that's like your sister's place too. Yeah. So we're in the kitchen and standing there talking, talking, talking. And I just happened to, you know, glance up or whatever. We were looking at art on the walls or what have you. And they're all brick. Like it's, there's no walls. So it's all the just exposed brick from a thousand years ago. Well, 200. And he's like, yeah, that's actually where they would hide the slaves. And I'm like, what the, there's compartments in his house that you still can see where you push up in this way and turn it that way. And then there's a little not quite living quarters, a little space where somebody could go and be a, on the thing. A little Anne Frank space. Just so fucking cool. So, I mean, I know the, we know the Underground Railroad runs through here and there's actually a little tour that you can take of one stop. It's on a college campus over here. But uh, I had no idea that this was just like in his fucking house. And so to be standing there raising cocktails and acting like a dope and just living our fucking lives and to have that piece of history and to know all the shit that went down right here, it's just it's just kind of crazy. Don't you find that crazy? I find it amazing. And after two yeah. drinks, I would sit there talking nonstop about it because it would be the only thing I could think of. 
it's very, very cool. And you just sort of look at the path of the trees and they're all original old ass trees. And that's, it's just, you don't get that kind of stuff very much. So I felt connected in a nice way that we could to- have happiness in this place that was, was so close to happiness. Like, so how hard, right? Such a hard place to be able to make it happy. As opposed to my family going to South Carolina and going to plantations and knowing awful things that happened there. I much yeah. prefer thinking of the the tuck crawl spaces where you hid to move well they awful things happen there too i'm certain i mean they owned slaves at one point so at that very house so it's the kind of thing where i don't know any i'm not southern i've just lived here long enough and you sort of get the happy sad of it's kind of like being an eagles fan you know how it is it's like you you never really taste happiness there's always that lingering so close so close so close yep 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 so in any event, I just thought that was pretty fucking cool. Because who knew, walking among us, you could have a sniper, an escape prisoner, or a man who owns a house on the Underground Railroad. Well, that's where the Cavalcante, whoever this guy is, should go, considering that there's places where he can hide. Is that his name? Cavalcante? Yeah. Cavalcante. Cavalcante. <laughs> Why do I feel like it sounds like something else? Because it sounds like nothing now that you say it. Like I don't Dan. know. I love it. I love it. I don't want him to be on the run. I want him to be captured. Well, it's funny that you say that because Annie, our friend who is here, said, I'm almost rooting for him. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, wait, what? Is it the comedy of errors and trying to catch him, the arrogance and uh, whatever of the police? Why are you rooting for him? This man stabbed his ex in front of her children 36 times in the chest. Do you know how hard it is to get through a chest plate bone 36 times bam 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 like so my other friend says well that's a crime of passion there it's not like he has that anger and passion still I said hey how passionate do you think he is about his freedom right now because he has that I don't want to I don't that's a lot of times that's a lot of times I'm gonna rescind I'm gonna rescind my earlier oh it's okay you know because I'm the one I'm the friend that said he just really wanted her dead and he got what he wanted. He did want her dead, but he wanted her dead so badly that yeah, fugue I, state, bam, 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 bam. I don't know if it's a fugue state. I just feel like it's a, it's a, it's a dick. You got to, I don't know. I don't know. There's that mom in Texas shot her two kids in the middle of the street. You remember that? A suburban mom. I was don't endorse, arguing, but I yeah. get it. She was arguing with her teenage daughters over like what to wear. Like it was some nonsensical bullshit. How long ago was that? Uh, a couple of years. She chased them into the street with a gun, shot them both. And, the, and I, she's dead too or something. I don't know. The whole thing was like, we really need guns, Republicans? Like it was just ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Is there a made-for-TV movie about it that I can watch? No, it makes me sad. It's like all these stories of violence that happen and, and worse over like potty training. And as people lose their fucking, you say fugue state. And I kind of get it. And I also fucking hate it. So... Yeah, I would love for this escaped convict to be caught. I would not love for this to be a movie that we have to watch again. Those <laughs> movies are really long and they, you know, they involve a lot of cold nights in prison cells. I don't want them. I don't want I don't want I want happiness. I don't want this to be the, the time where like in Boston when the marathon guy was hiding in people's boats and they shot the shit out of everybody's neighborhood. It's a miracle they didn't kill people who live in that fucking neighborhood. When you, you don't think, think that this this you don't think that this guy is going to be captured and brought back, do you? They're absolutely going to shoot the shit out of this kid. I think this guy is incredibly stupid. 
I think this guy is incredibly stupid. Here's what I know of the little that I know. That's a great drop for you. Okay. <laughs> he, he has. I'm trying to think, but the, nothing happens. In the 11 days that he has been on the lam, mm-hmm. he has stayed in a 40-mile radius of the place where he escaped from. He hasn't left. He stole a car and abandoned it in the woods, didn't steal another car, and, and didn't drive away. Didn't just stole, stole a van and didn't drive away into another state. He went to his friend's and former co-worker's house with a camera and asking them for help. It's like, brother, job number one, don't you watch The Fugitive? Tommy Lee Jones is coming after you and a man in a leg irons. He's got a he's got a foot five mile radius. He knows and he's coming after you because he knows your foot speed, uninjured man on a thing. Get the fuck out of that part of town. Why if you were walking, you could cover ten miles a day and be in Maryland by now. I don't get what the fuck he's doing. You can be in North Carolina by Thursday. I'm just trying to say you could hit your ride with some no nothing nobody and now all of a sudden you're in Texas getting shot by that mom. There's a lot of places you could be that's not where you are. So what are you doing? Why are you still there? I don't that's what I don't understand. Why are you still hanging around he where the most heat is the most heat is on you. You don't need resources. He end up with a backpack and a green zip up hoodie. Do you hear you how he got prison. that? You don't know how to steal some shit? I'll help you. I'll steal some shit. Okay. How hard is that? You how said hard it. is that? Amy, okay. Okay. What have we you escaped stolen? from prison. No, I'm not. I'm not. I don't steal stuff. I don't steal stuff anymore. Okay. I'm not a. Sounded like you thief. were teeing up to a confession. I will tell you the truth. No, I will tell you the truth about uh, lying because it it made sense to me finally because I don't lie but I do lie a lot and so here's the difference. <laughs> here's the difference. Here's the difference. I absolutely, I hate lying. I hate it. I don't even like social media because I feel like it's telling a lot of lies. People telling lies about themselves to me. I don't like that. I, whatever. Lying is a, is a real trigger for me. So I fucking hate it. I demand the truth. I rarely get it. It's da 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 I lie a lot of times, but it's not a lie because what I'm doing is selling you something, right? I am, I said this to my son and it connected for me. I get paid a lot of money to lie for a living. That's what I do. I just, it's not really a lie. You're crafting just, the best situation. I'm that telling be you the best well story received. about this product or situation or location that exists. Reframing. I'm telling you the best one and I'm doing it in a way that motivates you to want more of it, right? I mean, Anheuser-Busch. What are, what are, St. What Louis, are they, Missouri. What are, yeah. What, what are we... Um, what you know cask what what kind of oak did they did they put their fucking beer in time was i used to remember this one i don't drink beer anyway some, people some make, barrels uh yeah yeah people make up shit all the time and you're supposed to, oh well that's the difference oh cold cold uh coors light is cold processed or whatever the fuck it is right who cares what's the difference i guarantee you all the beer is like that they're just the first subway or uh, the other one used to slice their meat fresh now subway doing it because we got to have our meat sliced Jersey fresh. Mike's, Jersey why, Mike's had Why fresh wouldn't you drink. have that? Yeah, why? So it's any point of difference. So telling a lie is acceptable when you're paid to do it. That's not the message I was trying to say. What are you that, saying? That's not what I'm saying. That's wrong. That's wrong. Okay. I'm just I'm just trying to say when it matters, yeah. I tell the truth. I tell the truth. When it's inner person, when it's real, I tell the truth. And when I'm, my children are looking, I don't steal. If I'm trying to get you to buy something, then that's on you. 
I've given you a way. I've invited you into a story that you want to believe. How is that wrong? Because it's predatory. No, it's not. It's advertising. It's predatory. I told you what I knew you wanted to hear for to make me get what I wanted from you. I, I was paid predatory. to advertise the product. Okay. Okay. All of, adver- all of advertising is predatory. Agree. All of, all of life is predatory. Agree. <laughs> wow, it's tough news. Let's try to teach our children to think critically. Okay, let me tell you the truth about this celery. It rotted on the truck. We peeled off the top four stalks, put a new rubber band around it, and we're still selling it to you at full fucking price. What do you think? I you want to buy it? The honesty is refreshing. Um, <laughs> I think The celery is not. <laughs> the celery is disgusting. And people who are buying celery know what they're getting. I don't know. Again, it's I the whole, know. I did the best I could with what I knew. No more. Educate yourselves, people. Know better. Know more. Be better. I'm not trying to trick anybody. I'm inviting you into the best version of this story that we can be in together. That's what I'm doing. I'm not trying to trick you. There are people who are actively trying to manipulate and trick you. That's a different kind of thing. That's predatory. Me just giving you a story that you can choose to believe or not and and enjoy believing and actually take value in believing I could do that. I could do that. There's facts in there. Well, that's like Fox News in general. They, when they're know. called on their bullshit, they say, well, it's just an entertainment show. We're not. A, this isn't. We don't report the news. It's right there in your fucking title. No, I'm not writing a nonfiction book. I'm writing advertising. It's promotional. I'm intending to have a result. I know the difference. So people, well, people don't. Yes, you know the difference. Woo. People don't. When they see a commercial, an ad of any sort, they think, Oh, this must be, no, no, you don't believe this must be true. It's, it is what it is. Like, I don't know. I, I discerning. What was well, that? the reality Sims, is an educated consumer is our best customer. Do you remember that? Yeah, it sounds familiar. The Somebody used local. to say that. That's a fucking lie too. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I firmly might believe actually this. might be a lie too. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. And I firmly believe Damn this. It. Advertising is incapable of convincing you to do something you were not going to do anyway. That's a fact. And we say that a lot. It is not. Or advertising can't do it. That you needed. If advertising was capable of convincing you to do something that you weren't going to do, then we would live in a very different world. Advertising doesn't have that power. It absolutely does not. No messaging has that power, right? You were going to do it anyway. You are, we are guiding you to make the decision faster or in this direction, or more fulsomely, right? All these sorts, you're you're in charge of the decision. Advertising is not the lever that makes you do it. It's a variable among many. And you can stack those variables, and that starts to feel like manipulation, right? But the advertising itself is not the enemy. Dear listener, it can't be. what do you think about this? Is advertising and marketing the enemy of uh, Melissa? I don't know. Tell us your thoughts. <laughs> Brilliant observations at gmail.com. Go see us on Instagram at Listen Brilliant. You could look for us on X. See what I did there? Or yes. just go to Facebook. I know we're old, but just go to Facebook. Find us there. There's Brill Up Squad to make you feel like you are an elite VI, which, my friend, you are. Come see us there. Thank you so much for turning us on today. I hope that in some way we turned you on, although I, again, 
can't imagine how. <laughs> and if we did, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Get in touch, be in touch, stay in touch. We love you. Bye. Bye. Here's what I know of the little that I know. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. <laughs>